there a cure for insecurity? We asked thousands of women one question. Then we listened to their answers and now we get to dig deeper, have the tough conversations and explore the answers to even bigger questions. How is it possible that you have a good life right now, yet still want more? What happens when you no longer fit into society's box? How would it feel to be free to live your life your way? These are the questions, and this podcast will explore the answers. I am Teresa. And I am Kelly. And we welcome you to Lifing Live. Let's talk. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Lifing Live podcast. Woo! Today, we are going to talk about, is there indeed a cure for insecurity? I wonder. So we're going to explore that today. So Therese and I were listening to this speech by the late Dr. Sean Stevenson, and he said his goal in life was to find a cure for insecurity. And I thought that was such a sweet goal. That is so awesome. And we're going to explore a little bit about what he's talking about. Yeah, because it made, he made us laugh, he made us cry, and he definitely made us wonder. So after we listened to his speech, we had a conversation about how we wanted it to be part of this podcast. And I asked Kelly, I said, well, do you think as part of our podcast that we should explore the causes of insecurity? So we had a little bit of conversation about that that we want to share with you. My number one presumed cause of insecurity was OPO. And in our terms, OPO means other people's opinions. When you're doing something and somebody has an opinion that thinks you should be doing it another way, it infuses an insecurity about, oh, I'm not doing it right. When you think you're doing it right up until that point, and then somebody says something, how easily we can shift to think that we're not good enough. And when we talk about our top five, that was one of the, things that made the top five list of what women said is that I, no matter what I do, I can't win. No matter what I do, it's not good enough. And the lack of acknowledgement for what it is that we do. And so how often can you just keep pushing and pushing and pushing and get no recognition, no accommodations for anything that you've done. And then, and then when you do hear something, it's negative. So I thought that OPO, other people's opinion was the was one of the root causes of insecurity and then we started talking and I said well okay we've already talked about what can you do about other people's opinion which was that ear gate don't don't let it get in there and then it was like I had this epiphany like well if I'm feeling insecure already it's very difficult to put ear gate on and not feel even more insecure and I'm like okay well, then that's not the cure for insecurity. And you had a different number one. My number one was conditioning as a child and not being treated or taught self-respect or self-love or whatever you fill in the blank. And I think it's just this awkwardness that you carry through. And I think we all have 
experienced it. I think it's a it's a age old thing, and then if something horrible happens, like you get you know broken up with, or there's a death, or something hard in life that hits you really hard, I think that also can play into things. Mm. I think it's many things. I think it, it can be so many things um, that can create it, it, especially in childhood. I think that's even more prevalent than adulthood. But it it varies with each person. Well, it carries through. Sure, right from childhood. And carries through. Sure. Yeah. But there's a lot of work we do, you know, there's a lot of work you do to counteract those things and feel proud of yourself and the work we are doing, it can creep in at any moment. And I think, it, and I'm going to go back a little bit more on your point, I think when we're growing up, think about how many awkward stages we yeah. had to grow through. Yes. And if we just took them as, well, like that's just a stage, like... You know, when you grew so fast and your pants were short because you, you're, you know, you're, what did what they used to say? Blood. Growing like a weed. <laughs> and then you get made fun of because your pants are too short. It, it, I mean, all these awkward stages that are natural yeah. to just becoming who we are, right? From being a child to adolescence, from adolescence to teen, teens, 20s, and, and then on the way. Yes. So... Boy, do we take some things to heart and carry those insecurities into our midlife years that we're in right now. Sure. And failing to recognize that we came through them and we're here. And then all the good things that we've been able to do with our life. Yes, I feel like it's a rite of passage. You go through these awkward things. I mean, life wouldn't be light if we didn't have times when we fell down and got back up or worked through insecurities and those kinds of things. So our take on this is not Dr. Sean Stevenson's take. Right. So this is your favorite part, so go ahead yes. and share it. He said he asked God the answer for the cure for insecurity. And he said he was woken up in the middle of the night by a voice saying, Self-care. Self-care is the cure for insecurity. And then he ran and told his wife, you know, that I found a cure for insecurity. I found a cure for insecurity. And she said, well, I have self-care and I'm still insecure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like totally shot him down. And he's like, he's still going with it. And it, it was really cool. And I just started thinking about his answer, like self-care. So if you really care for yourself, and really love yourself and you've got your own back, you respect yourself, I'm sure those insecurities fade. But I love his answer. It was so sweet. Yeah, and he did infuse a lot of love, love. Oh. in his speech and wishing- Radical love. <laughs> wishing everybody love and the peace that comes with that. And I think he was probably onto something and I wish he would, was still around to pursue that mission that he has. Yeah. So we're kind of picking up where he left off and sharing his message with a group of people who may not have heard his talk the way we heard his talk. And maybe some of you have. And, and now let's carry it forward. Yes. So self-care. On what level? Like every level? Physical? Well, it's, it's an umbrella, right? Self-care. I'm sure it means all of that. Mental, physical. 
I, I was thinking about coulda, shoulda, wouldas. Like, I think that, like, if you didn't finish college and you wanted to finish college, you know, we talked about that, like, if you should have done something or you made a bad decision and you wish you could go back, does that make you insecure? I would say, maybe. Potentially, yeah. So there's all these things that we can't change from the past. Right. We can change now. So self-care now. Moving forward. Moving forward could possibly cure insecurity. Stop being hard on ourselves. Right. Would cure insecurity. That's part of self-care, right? Treating part of self-care. Self-love. Taking time for ourselves. Getting help. Asking friends. Talking to friends. That whole thing of asking for help that very few people do. Community. Support. Yeah. Hang with like-minded people. Yes. That's self-care. Yeah. Taking care of your mind, body, and soul. I think that's pretty much, you know, whatever falls under those categories is self-care. I know I could do way more self-care. And he inspired me to do that. Mm -hmm. So the point we want to share with you and maybe leave you with today is what is your definition of self-care for you? Because Kelly and I both agreed that one size fits all is not the answer. Right. My idea of self-care and Kelly's idea is not one and the same. And I would venture to say for every woman who's listening, if you were to make a list of what is it that you consider self-care, what gifts can we give ourselves based on that list is the start of that self-care. And even the most secure people listening to this, it's okay. Make the list anyway, because it's not just a cure for insecurity. As we talked about before, it's just like doing that really big lightning woman embrace. And man, we can never have too much of that. Right. What is self-care to you? What's most important to you? What gifts do you want to give yourself that will contribute to your own personal self-care? And I love what you said, uh, body, mind, spirit, and soul. Yeah. On all those levels, how do you feed and nurture yourself? So your challenge, because you got to listen to this podcast, is to make that list. Yeah. Even if, if even if your list consists of one thing, then then that's the one thing that you give yourself, whatever that is. I love it. It's like leveraging your self-care, you know, one thing at a time. Sometimes we love ourselves back in pieces. Start with your elbow. Hey, that's not so bad. <laughs> Do you remember that re that retreat we did in Sedona? The retreat leader was uh, just a phenomenal, peaceful soul. Il Chibuco. Il Chibuco. Unbelievable. And she would say, I love my body. I love my body. Yeah, you say it much better. I love my body. And she's like, I love my elbow. And then she'd say, I love my armpit. And she'd pat it. I love my armpit and my knee. And oh, I loved her. So yes. that was an example of just that self-care where you can, you can say out loud to yourself, you know, I love my armpit. <laughs> I love my cheeks. I love my neck. You know, and just go through that process was so powerful we spent three days doing not just that I mean, we did a lot of other exercises boy when when we think about 
our beings, one of the first things we think about is our physical body. Right. And she gave us a great tool to love our physical body. And when we go awry, uh, I'll hear Kelly's voice repeating how exactly she sounded. And, it's, <laughs> and then she'll say it out loud. And it's just like, oh, yeah, that's right. I love my body. And it's interesting because from that, it never fails. We send love out to Ilchi Buku. Yes. We always talk about her the exact same way I just talked about her. So it's like self-love, self-care, and we still spread it. We pay it back to, to Ilchi Buku for, for teaching us that. Yes. And when we do self-care and we let go of our insecurities, because they're invisible anyway, right? We actually can love the world better. Ooh, can we can love world. our people better, our families, our friends, and the whole entire world. So there's a good reason to eradicate insecurity and hold firm in your body, your mind, your soul, and your worth so you can love and get busy helping. I bet you he would love to hear that version of your interpretation. Yes. We don't have time for insecurities in the, on the planet right now. Because that is healing the world, which is what he wanted. Yeah. And so we start one small step with us, and it, it I'm sure it's going to be a practice. It'll be a new practice since we heard his talk. And, and now we want to share it with you and carry on his little mission, even if it's just for this episode of Liking Love. Love yourself, care for yourself and let's abolish insecurity so we can get busy living and loving and liking and liking. Yes. <laughs> Thank you all so much uh, for spending another episode on liking live with us. We appreciate you and we'll catch you next time.